Hey, everybody, and welcome back to yet another episode of the Party Business Podcast. I'm Crystal Port, and I want to start with an apology. <laughs> Literally, no one noticed this, at least as far as I've seen, but it has bothered me since we've released the last episode, and that's I kept calling our little friend from last week or last two weeks ago a wraith when it is in actuality a white and I know it's such a huge distinction, but it has bothered me from the time we released. So a wraith is a person, living person, who's turned into like an undead being. A white is a dead thing that has an evil spirit that entered it. I know. How crazy of me to have made that mistake, but uh, I'm here to rectify things, you know? If I'm nothing but someone who's always learning, so... But, hey, that distinction might be very important at some point in this campaign. Who could say? Once again, I just want to thank everybody for listening. No matter if we get terminology wrong or not, I appreciate it. Um, If we do get anything wrong, just let us know. Because, I mean, I love learning the lore even more. So if I get something wrong, feel free to let me know. But we've got another adventure ahead of us today. First, let's think back to what... What is about to happen here? Uh, Our group of adventurers are on the Misty Mountains, uh, on the side, on the east side of the Misty Mountains, and they've come from the Easterly Inn on a mission to find a caravan that could possibly be late. Um, Going over the High Pass, even after the Battle of the Five Armies that kind of wiped out a lot of the goblins in the area, is still a dangerous prospect. So they're just checking things out, making sure they're making it okay. Uh, The summer is getting very late as it's almost turning into autumn, and you never know, you know. Don't want to be trapped by the high-altitude snows that probably come fairly early on the Misty Mountains. But our group has also discovered that not looking good for our caravan up there. So they have been searching for this caravan to try and uh, get there before potentially wolves and goblins and god only knows what else gets to them uh we've also encountered a white that's right a white they've gotten out of that no problem everyone's okay even finn so don't worry about it but now they have still a mission to accomplish will they make it to the caravan in time they're close now but are they close enough i'm excited to see what our group does before we dive in couple really really quick things we've made the decision to fully convert to second edition so that's not going to happen um, for a couple of episodes um, those are already actually recorded we're editing we're going through so little by little in those episodes though second edition rules start coming into play there's uh, some things coming up that you know we just saw our kind of shadow rules shadow points rule happen last last time but we're going to see more and more of that happen So I'm excited about that. I really love a lot of the second edition stuff. But we're going to, if they ever get out of all this, uh, change our character sheets to statistically match second edition, get our target numbers and all that good stuff. We're going to adapt all of the enemies into second edition enemies. We're going to just do the whole thing. Journey rules, fellowship rules, all that stuff um, will be converted into second edition. So... That's what we want to see. That's what everybody's got right now. I, uh, w- just a few days ago before we record, well, before the recording of this intro, 
and the release of this episode, we had the second edition available to everybody to order. So people are going to start seeing their copies come, I'm sure. So we want to be on top of uh, all the second edition goodies when the time comes. And another quick thing, haven't asked in a while, but if you are enjoying this show, wherever you're listening, you know, give us a rating, give us a review if you can. It does a huge amount to uh, get us in front of new people. So um, I see that there is some ratings on uh, certain platforms. I would love to just have a little bit more and start uh, getting us to show up in front of new new fans. So that would be amazing. So if you've, it doesn't cost a dime, it takes like two seconds for you to go and do that on your app and it means the world to us. So thank you so much for listening and we are about to dive into another adventure. Here we go. It's time, I think, for episode 10 of the Party Business Podcast called A Storm Gathers. I just want to make it really clear to everybody, Finn's fine, okay? <laughs> He's fine. Look. I, sure? I feel like I need, that needs to be first thing. A lot of listeners called PETA after that one. You were, you were yeah. treading on some thin <laughs> ice at the end of there. And like ninety percent of those listeners was just Sean multiple times going. I haven't stopped crying. Yeah. <laughs> He's fine. He's with the group. You saved him or whatever. It's been uh, a week for us, but it feels like a lifetime of knowing I, that Finn almost died because of you. Slight- he was slightly grabbed, okay? And it wasn't even, like, the kind of gram- grab that the, like, Wraith things do in, uh, was it, Vox Machina? So don't even worry about it. I was worried. No, listen, uh, it, any, any harm to a dog just it will invoke all sorts of fury. So it doesn't really matter. It's true. <laughs> it's true. I guess I just have to learn that. So time to figure out how to kill Finn. Uh, anyway... <laughs> Stakes are high. Uh, <laughs> uh, so cho- chocolate, by the way, just little inside baseball. Yeah. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> He's poisoned for a round. Um, you guys are—you've had a harrowing night. Uh, you've had some random dude come into your camp named Shanker, and that's never ever a good thing. Um, then you tried to find camp, and you found the creepiest place to camp. Uh, a wraith was haunting some old ruins of an old town, and now you've luckily fended it off, but it's still nighttime. You've walked, marched up the mountain, which is getting more and more difficult to go up, just enough to find a place to rest because you are all exhausted. Yeah. I'm going to actually start th- this <laughs> uh, last bit of your journey here. With a uh, fatigue test. So roll, roll travel for me. Oh, I'm super good at that. I'm not at all. <laughs> I have traveled once. I have no pips in travel. I've traveled in my mind. <laughs> oh, could be worse. I rolled a seven. That's just with a d12. So, you know, hey, better than average. Oof. Oh, okay. Eight. Looks like I know what I'm investing in next level up. <laughs> I'll be a little okay. bit more traveled. It'll make sense. That's true. 
Well, I rolled an 11. Oh, no. So. It's got... Oh, I guess God. I'm tired. <laughs> does no one have pips in travel? The Jeez. kid does. The kid uh, of help. all people. I've read okay. a lot of books, Good. okay? <laughs> yeah. She goes into the, the travel section in her local noble and barns, yeah. the kid, and <laughs> sees all the... <laughs> Funniest thing you've ever said. <laughs> uh, I don't know how oh, to feel about that. <laughs> oh, happy birthday, Patrick! Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um. Okay. Well, here's how this is all gonna. Han, what, what did uh, the kid get? Um, the kid actually got sixteen. Ooh, so, there it is. I don't know. Nice. Keep reading books, kids. Yeah, stay in school. <laughs> and what about Rory? Uh, Rory got a 12 total. Okay. Okay. Um, the kid, for whatever reason, <laughs> maybe um, the kid was so blindsided by everything happening. And then this terrifying thing just suddenly was taking the company doggo. And a moment of terror was alleviated as Cat Vera, like, jumped forward and... Uh, Yurik was throwing like torches and everything happened so quickly. The kid maybe is like, I think we got this. <laughs> gave the kid a little bit of hope, a little bit of endurance to get through the end of this journey as you now make camp in a safer place. The kid is the only one that doesn't get fatigue. Everyone else, wow. give yourself one fatigue because it is now like past midnight probably. It, you're exhausted, except for Ted, who's going to get two oh. for getting the mm. eye of... I assume the eleven was the eye, and That's not correct. your total. And I also, okay. I also rolled a one on my other dice, so I do deserve it. <laughs> so just, so just to, as a reminder, Chris, the way fatigue works is you have a fatigue score. Like I already have a sixteen because that's my equipment, right? Yeah. So now it goes so up add, to seventeen. Right. So you have for this adventure an extra one, unless you can figure out. There might be a reason somewhere along the line that you can reduce your temporary one. Try to keep it a, a, like separate from your regular fatigue right. so you know what your bottom line is. But um, but Ted was um, hearing those wolves and seeing this wraith and all of Bilbo's stories seem to be a little bit too real right now. Um, and certainly Bilbo had not talked about any kind of wraith. So this is something he hasn't even experienced. So Ted's... A little more like tired from this journey than the others and then if your um, fatigue score goes above your endurance score what happens you become wary and all of your d6s uh-huh if you roll one to three they're actually just zero. Oh shoot that's yeah. not great but that but i need those <laughs> yes but, but christopher <laughs> but you see but that's not fair those are important to me Oh, those, man. Are, those are I... how we play. Those are how we win. <laughs> a Bjorning's cultural blessing actually combats that, though. Mm. If for combat. Oh, okay. We but during combat, a wounded Bjorning ignores the effects of being wary. Oh, during that's combat, that's pretty good. Yeah. Can, can we say that okay. the kid just chugged a monster and that's why he's good? <laughs> oh yeah, there you go. <laughs> yes, one hundred percent. G fuel, actually. <laughs> Oh yeah, all right. Gotta get that gamer fuel. <laughs> Gro- Grog Loco. 
fifty percent of the food he brought was that. <laughs> and then the rest of it's pop tarts. Yeah, <laughs> Doritos and pop tarts. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, we're trying to get um, lots of sponsors right now. It's great. <laughs> yeah, mattress, Casper mattress. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he's not weary. Because yeah, he, he slept, <laughs> he slept on, a, a on, a, on a purple. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We just need to get a blue blue apron and we'll yeah. have the like trifecta of uh, meandes too. Yeah. Better um, as well. <laughs> uh, you guys do make a camp. Uh, you keep watches and everything. I'm going to say that the, the wraith is the last eventful thing that happened at night. You still have Shanker in your, um, you know, uh, clutches, I guess. I always <laughs> forget about that guy. Didn't you try to run? And uh, a, as soon as the light, like, starts, you know, coming out over the mountains, just enough to, like, see where you're going, you start again. All right. And you head up. And it is hard work heading up the Misty Mountains. Um, how is everyone feeling about the Wraith? Does anyone like talk about it at camp? Does, how are you guys feeling? So I think I mentioned last episode in the middle of the fight that Kat Vera, because she rolled so high her, um, her Valor roll when we made that roll, mm. that she like smirked almost like at, as the wraith appeared because this is what like fighting spiders okay like yes they're sort of like creatures of a greater sort of evil sure because they're like children of you know a giant spider lady that likes to consume the light of the trees we'll get into uh, that can later pronounce, can uh, you pronounce that name yeah that's why I didn't attempt it right now uh <laughs> She loves Ungoliant mom. or something? Yeah. Uh. Ungoliant, yeah. She loves mom. But anyway. <laughs> uh, and, you know, that's one thing. But, like, those that was in Mirkwood, and a lot of spiders are in Mirkwood. So it's just, like, a thing. Uh, but this was, like, out of Mirkwood, just not too far off the road, near a place that Cat Vera maybe should have realized, oh, maybe this isn't the best place to camp. Um, especially knowing all the stories from what the elves told her during her training. But she sees a wraith, and that's like full blown. That is just pure shadow, you know? So she was like excited. So she's almost like the next morning, in the light of the morning, she maybe says a little, uh, a little prayer to, you know, Olmo, the god she she worships and and uh, is like ready to like face the day and whatever comes with it. Hmm. Is Olmo like the valor of like the hunt? Or... Yes. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah, he's the he's the one that rides on a giant horse and starts just killing orcs like crazy. It's pretty cool. <laughs> nice. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah what's rory feeling i feel like he was dozing and then all of this happened and I, we never got to really see what happened yeah, he to fell rory asleep in that. 
Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, so Rory, uh, especially, he he's thinking to himself that uh, uh, it may have all been a dream, or that's really what he's telling himself because internally he's doing the like screaming. Um, you know, he's unsure. He's really confused. Um, uh, it was terrifying, and he remembers his lungs burning and uh, dark, creepy shapes. And um, but uh, the, he's just really hoping that like uh, I don't like it, you know, it's one of those like does not compute you know like does not grok like he has no frame of reference for the evil that he he faced he's really just used to like yeah you know there's some creatures out there we fight some orcs I dig, dig holes it's a good time but uh, 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 this, this is something he was like I, I don't I don't want to think about it he, I don't want to think about it anymore yeah, it's good. Actual like fear from from Rory. <laughs> yeah, but none of it, of course, is externalized. That's all inside. Yeah, he's just mm. you know, it's all just like <clears throat> he's like grumpier this morning. <laughs> you might see. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what about Ted? Yeah. Since he was the most exhausted from that experience, I think I think that's why Rory and Ted are such good friends. Is because they like to do the exact same thing, and. So Ted is is basically, you know, he he loves a good uh, sweep it under the rug uh, moment of just, you know, acting like nothing's wrong. Uh, But this is one of those moments where he's really grappling with, uh, no, I'm I am happy and things are okay, but I also just saw a literal ghost. So um, just very much like off his off his game very quiet um and uh also yeah extremely it, his it, it, his energy is sapped a little bit yeah that's a good way of putting it too but he's also but he's also really really uh manufacturing uh happiness in a in a really non-genuine way so so it's just like he seems too chipper this yeah. time. Yes. Really forcing it to be okay. Is that? Yeah. Aww. Oh, so he's a he's a millennial. It's it's <laughs> kind of like it's kind of like Clark Griswold when he snaps at the end of Christmas Vacation. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's wrong. <laughs> gotcha. Aww, <laughs> Poor Ted. Oh. Little fella. And then, and then there's the kid just like downing, like <laughs> monsters. monsters I think to, I think to justify that role, he probably is making it worse for, for them, and he can't shut up about it. He probably is just like, like, whoa, did you see that? Like, Cat Bear, you were so cool. Like, just kind of just like fanboying. <laughs> no. Mom, you were so cool, mom. <laughs> yeah. <pretty> <laughs> Um, so I think, you know, like that's something that he's never seen before and, um, he probably has only read about it and at the time, sure, he was scared, um, especially since like he had, he was like starting to bond with Finn also, um, Mm -hmm. that one night and so, but I think like the adrenaline is just keeping him up and he's like just excited and this is kind of like the first time he's kind of feeling like he's actually like traveling and on an adventure and stuff. Hmm. Yeah. 
I like that. Just as a side note, before all the super nerds attack me, yes, I said the wrong Valar. I'm sorry. It's Arome. I, that's the huntsman <laughs> that Catvera worships. And Olmo is the god of the sea. Okay? I fixed it. It's over now. Okay? Get over it before you can delete that comment. You're going to write. Fix it in post. Yeah. <laughs> Just go back and replace the audio. It's the TikTok uh, voice. <laughs> you can resubscribe to the podcast now. I... <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Uh, as you guys kind of like take down camp, uh, you know, Finn's kind of moving around and staying a little extra close to Yurik, I think. Um, I think uh, Shanker, who is still kind of getting pushed forward up the up the mountain by Cat Vera, uh, still looking for this caravan. He goes, oh, are you telling me we're still going to go up there after that? We're going to go up there because of that. <sighs> Come on. With that kind of thing out here and the wolves, they're long gone. We're all just marching to our doom. I'm the only wolf that you need to worry about. That's at your back. Oh. Ted goes, ooh. Man, what am, I, what am I supposed to say to that? He goes, he just, Ted does the, he just the, like, the frat snap. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> he just keeps walking forward. He's I like, think... he's like, he's like, I don't know whether to be scared or aroused right now. <laughs> the answer is yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I think, um, I think he just kind of gives you like this side eye. He's, he's, he's marching up. So you're kind of at his back. So he kind of looks back and gives you like this, like glance and has nothing else to say about it. Um, cause he is intimidated by you. Um, and obviously outmatched in every way by the group. So, um, you keep marching on up the mountain here. The Misty Mountains are like such an integral part to Middle Earth, and they're huge. Uh, not only tall, but also, uh, you know, lengthwise. They run down the entire map, essentially. But I think with uh, that in mind, we kind of forget like how much of a pain it is to go up the uh, Misty Mountains. It is hard to traverse and um it's long work going up for you guys you hit some switchbacks that you have to go back and forth on um coming down might not be nearly as, as tough you might be able to do it twice as fast but going up is a slog um and as you're going up you know the day wears on and the sun you know is out but it's still you know pretty cold as you get higher up to the closer and closer to the high pass um, then I think, uh, who's our, who's our lookouts? I think it's Ted and Rory. Oh, yeah, right? yeah. yeah. Back to back. The lookout yeah. boys. <laughs> On each other's okay. shoulders. Have... <laughs> yeah. Uh, both of you roll, um, what is it? Awareness. Awareness. I always forget the, what's that? Awareness. Oh. Awareness. Yes. Roll an eight. An eight. But I did have one six, so 
I rolled a one on my d12. But I did roll a six. Uh, sadly, I think that only matters if you beat the teak. The... You beat it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's, Rory, what's Rory get? Uh, Rory gets a 12 total. Okay. Everything's should fine. We, should, should we use a fellowship point here for Rory's roll? Is it worth it? I Yeah, I think we can. I mean, we, if we want to. We need to start using those yeah, more, what's, I what's feel your like. Favorite, what's your favorite body score, Rory? Uh, let me look at my... Is it more than Sheet. three? Uh, my body score is seven. So what's it in the favored circle? What does it say? I think it's 10, probably. So that's what mine is. Marked in my current sheet. Let's, I don't know if that's It's definitely out. higher than 7. Yeah, well, that, that probably... That probably it's either, it's either 1 above, 2 above, or 3 above, depending on how you wanted to split. You get to choose, like, what... So, so yeah. It's at least eight, which means it's at least a twenty. Yeah. <laughs> so that's probably gonna pass. <laughs> Way to go, Rory. Cool. So you guys use a fellowship point. So I will say that Ted, um, you kind of help. You know, you're you you don't really roll well yourself, and um, you're still kind of freaking out a little bit, um, and still, you know, you're getting more and more into dense forestry. Uh, up, up the mountain. I light up and some and it's pipe harder weed. and harder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm bu- I'm busy with that. <laughs> Trying to take the edge but, off. Yeah, exactly. But with a little bit of uh, help, you get up to like one of the first branches of one of the trees. Uh, like maybe Rory himself lifts you up and help. I toss kind him. of. <laughs> <laughs> you could toss hobbits, not dwarves. Yeah. <laughs> just yeeted you up to uh, the first branch. <laughs> and um, the two of you then, we'll say, spot some movement through the trees. Um, doesn't look human. It's a little bit thick through the branches, but it looks like it's moving on all fours. Oh. And it's up ahead, more or less on your path. So I call back down. Rory, that looks like, if I had to guess, a wolf. A wolf. Are you sure? A wolf. Just one? You know, wolves are a lot like cockroaches. If you see one, there's probably I, more around. That's what I was assuming. Okay, well, uh, and I, we'll relay that to the group as much as we possibly can. Uh, I don't know if they were with us or, you know, d- did they come in our tree climbing shenanigans or if we need to go back to the group and report? I think... Uh, they're kind of close behind you. You kind of went up to try and look at the path. So, you know, they're not far behind you at all. Uh, Rory does an intricate set of hand signs to Cat Vera, uh, but they mean absolutely nothing. But he's like, he's like <laughs> pantomiming a wolf, but it's like fangs and then like running and then, you know, just a terrible job of it. I'm, I'm picturing him Naruto hand signing to Cat yeah. Vera. And then Ted just yells, wolf. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Thank you, Ted. They were going to get it. Like, I had it. They were, they were right there. But, yeah. Anyways. Yeah, I thought Rory was about to cast fireball jutsu on my ass. <laughs> All right. What would you guys like to do? 
<sighs> Can Should we find an advantageous spot? I'm not particularly gifted in that way, but I, I'm wondering if anyone else is. <laughs> yeah, last time, last time Ted tried to pick an advantageous spot, he was in a ditch. Yeah, <laughs> I'll he find twisted the hard his ankle. Oh. I've fallen and I can't get up. Uh, oh, uh, I mean, we could choose a tree. Any tree? How, how did that go for Bilbo last time they went up in a tree surrounded by wolves? Well, I don't think the eagles are going to come mean, save our ass. Choose the tree because they surround the tree in the bottom and then we can drop on them. Get them all in one point. And we have the okay. high ground. Who has a high battle score? Who has a lot oh, of that. battle? That'd be me. Ooh. Maybe you should roll and take a, take a look around for some. Yeah, I could do that. Catvera will do that. <laughs> Take it, yeah, roll, roll battle, see what happens. Earl the devil's number six 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 on my d twelve, oh two d sixes. Wow! So, so two, eighteen total successes, two graces with two sixes. Two, uh, yeah. So that's a great success, I would say. And I a get lot a of pips, like you just, yeah, you get a pip, yes. and um. We'll say that, uh, well, you guys had to use fellowship points for the last one. It's fine. Uh, but I will say that the kid does get a pip on the very right of travel, whatever skill group that was. I forgot. I always forget. Movement watches. <sighs> I think uh, second edition um, go- goes away from the skill groups. And that's probably for lore masters like me that totally forget to hand those out. <laughs> um, but... We'll say that Cadvera looks up the path a little bit. Is it's very, very like kind of dense forest in the area you're in. So you guys can like get off the path, get into the forest a little bit, still see the path, kind of crouch down would probably be the best thing for you. Um, and as you look up the path, you can see, yeah, there is movement and it's like coming down. The path itself is like old. Maybe they were cobblestones once. But, like, they have been, for the most part, like, taken back by nature. So every, you know, few paces, you might get a stone or, like, half of one, half gotcha. buried. You know, like, mm-hmm. um, so you can kind of still see the path, but standing next to it in the, the brambles and stuff might be your best bet. Okay. So, yeah, I'll, okay. Uh, I'll turn to the group and be like, we should just split off. I'll take... Shank, you're here, and two of you come with me, or one of, and then someone else comes with me, and then the rest of you go on the other side of the path, and then uh, Ted, get your bow out and try to make sure you can get some shots in if we need to before uh, they close the distance. We'll do. Ted's like, yeah, I'll for sure do that. I will. I will <laughs> He's already has his rearward stance. Yeah. You you have my Are longbow, and Ted pulls out his short bow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, you guys get to either side of the path and wait, and you wait silently. Um, Cat Vera did a good job of picking spots for everybody with that battle roll, um, and as you listen and wait, every once in a while you hear a clop clop, and then it hits dirt, and then clop clop. Like horses' hooves? And Catfair goes, those horses' hooves? 
And uh, you see, smallish, lower to the ground than you expected, a kind of white with some spots pony come down the path. It looks to either side of the path. It's like kind of got a little bit of a wild look in its eyes. Uh, It's got what looks to be bags kind of thrown over the top of it and an arrow sticking out of its like back hindquarters a little bit. Ooh, we got to shoot in the head now. It's no use. No. Um, <laughs> take it behind oh. the barn first, at least. Is yeah. it a genuine pony? We got to oh. we got to old yeller this son bitch. <laughs> oh, his name's Elmer. Oh. No. <laughs> All right, we can't we can't hurt it now. We know its name. First Finn. <laughs> So uh, you humanized it. <laughs> so assuming this is one of the ponies attached to the caravan, mm-hmm. you could you could speculate that that's probably true. <laughs> okay, it's not just some random pony with bags on it. Yeah, the hell traveling, is this doing traveling through the misty mountains. <laughs> I, love I love this. I love the misty mountains, man. Wilbur. Oh. It's tourism. <laughs> Uh, okay. Is there anything that I could do to like calm it down? Sure. You. I mean, you come out to it, right? I'll, I'll um, walk up to him and be like, "It's okay, boy." <laughs> Arthur Morgan. <laughs> that boy. That a boy. Um, it's obviously some sort of you know tamed and trained pony. As soon as it sees you, um, it kind of like. Starts at first, but then calms down, um, and then low. comes over and kind of like, like bumps up to you, like nuzzles you a little bit. Can I roll? Um, can I? Can I do something? I want to do something that's yeah. uh, will show a little bit more of Cat Vera. I have yeah. one pip in song. Can I Ooh. sing it a soothing song? Absolutely. Oh yes. Hopefully this rolls good. <laughs> Voice cracks. We're gonna show Cat Vera. Uh-uh. It was. Don't worry about it. it was... Just, it's more of a it whisper than a sing. Yeah. It was an eight. You, you start uh, singing, and you re- like remember your fellows are with you, and you're not yeah. kind of used to singing with these people around. I got caught so in the moment. Sing it. It's, yeah. Uh, it's like Aragorn in like the extended edition. He's like singing to himself, and Frodo accidentally hears it. You know, he's like, oh, uh, shit. it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of like that. I mean, the pony's already friendly, so luckily, you know, it's not like you scream at it. Yeah. Question for Man, it's in the all alone in the moon. Like... <laughs> so oh that's man, canon. that's gonna be, that's gonna be a fun sound for everybody. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um. You, you Wait, get to, um, the kid has a question. I want to know yes. if Cat Vera was the horse girl growing up. Uh, that is yet to be seen. No, this <laughs> yet to be revealed. Got it. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Carry on. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's nuzzling up with you, Cat Vera. Okay. 
and you do notice it's it's got that arrow sticking out and it's kind of like as it's moving it kind of like does a like it, it's a little bit injured you can tell like on the on its right side where the arrow is it kind of has a limp almost on the back side of as he's trying to walk so um yeah okay uh i do have a one pip in healing as well I have three, if I can, so I can see I can like yeah yeah maybe I'll, I'll since I'm not the best at it I'll sort of I'll tell everyone like I'll signal to everyone that's in the bushes like it's okay like all clear um, and then I'll be like Yurik can you check this injury out uh, is there anything we can do or you know is it just gonna have to be what it is until we can get some proper you know, bandages or something for this horse. We could probably alleviate some of the weight off of it if we take these sacks as well. Yeah. Agreed. I, I think there's something that can be done for our friend here. I kind of gesture at my side for Finn to stay back uh, so he doesn't, you know, spook, spook the animal. Um, and Chris, do I need to roll for this or uh, would that uh, walk me through that? Sorry. Yeah, yeah, roll okay. for, what is it, healing or medicine? Yeah, healing. I'd like to roll for healing, yeah, okay. I've got three in that, so, cool. okay. Yurik yeah. keeps sugar cubes in his pockets at all times. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Yeah, boy. Yeah, it's a good boy. Alright, so I, I rolled 20. Ooh. Ooh, okay. Nice. With that good of a roll... The horse now flies. Uh, not you. You carefully, <laughs> like, just carefully take uh, it out. You know it's probably barbed, so you try to do a, a good job of, of like, you know, keeping it calm. Catvera at the front of this horse also helps. You know, kind of keep. Hey, look at me, look at me. You know, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you're you're able to pull this arrow out. Luckily, um, you kind of take a take a look, and it, it doesn't look like the injury itself is all that bad. It's just kind of a very like wasn't in deep at all you're able to get it out um you do notice that it's got kind of black fletching i was gonna say yeah is there a way we could identify who shot this arrow (laughs) yeah for yurik or cadvera who's out here you know and knows pretty well the area you know pretty instantaneously it's it's some orcish arrow um you check with that roll as well the tip Luckily, it is not poison-tipped, which often orcs and goblins like to do. So, it doesn't look like the horse is going to be dying anytime soon, and you're able to take the pain away. No animals were harmed. It kind of instantly, like... (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Despite Chris's best efforts, all the animals are safe. Yeah. (laughs) Suddenly... The arrow flies out of your hand and hits Finn. Uh, <laughs> no, it was a magic arrow. <laughs> Not again. You guys, that is I, have a, I have a new idea. Let's just fight with the horse in front of us at all times and we'll be invincible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Chris is not willing to kill an animal. We're going to call his bluff. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but yeah, you kind of look this horse over. Looks like there's a couple of bags. Um, a couple of them look like they've been like emptied and cut open uh but otherwise undamaged pony shanker okay does this look familiar 
Uh, I mean, well, you see one pony, you see them all, you know? <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Uh, look, you already got what I, I got from potentially this pony, <laughs> okay? I don't think we need to... I'm sorry, okay? <laughs> you could tell it, it's, you don't have to point that thing at me all the time. I just, like, uh, flinch at him. Oh. Do one of those. <laughs> yeah. Two for flinchy, oh. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, slug pony. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Charlie horse. <So, laughs> you guys, uh, let's say you probably just had lunch or whatever. You're still going up this mountain and um, you have this pony. What would you like to do? You're going to take it up with you? you can't oh, yeah. It. That's a good question. No. I mean, well, I mean, it, it, unless it's in a state where it can carry stuff for us, I say we just let it go down the mountain and continue on up. Yeah, I, I, I especially if there's orcs in the area, I don't want to draw any more attention than what's already going to be drawn to us with a fairly large party. Yeah, we need to move um, light and, and quietly, so wouldn't be the best strategy. But what if they get to the? What if they get to the pony? Well, well we know there's no dragons in the area anymore. It should be fine. <laughs> I think they're more likely to get to the pony if if the pony comes with us because we're yeah. definitely going headed into towards a them. Very, very ominous direction right now. Yeah, I think we tell Elmer to go home. Oh, <laughs> Elmer. Um, you kind of give him like maybe you have like a carrot or sugar cubes or something in your rations, and he. <clears throat> Monches and um you kind of real gently guide him back down the path and he looks i mean you watch him go a little bit and he keeps walking he looks back for a moment but then keeps going um it seems like maybe he's traveled this region a few times you know you think about it and this caravan's probably made this trip multiple times so if it's the same ponies um he might know his way back so he kind of goes down the mountain Bye bye, Bill. Yeah, I was um, gonna say we're not and... we're pulling a Samwise Gadget, letting Bill go at the front of Moria. <laughs> yeah. Like, good luck, yeah. Bill. <laughs> That's also like the saddest Sam moment in the book. He's just like weeping. It's terrible. Uh, Sweet Sam. But um, you guys keep heading up this mountain, and as the day goes on and it gets a little bit, the shadows get long. It gets a little bit towards twilight. Start getting a little worried. But then, up ahead, you all can see, I'm not even going to make you roll, there's quite a, a large, like, glow coming from kind of, like, to the left of the path a little bit, um, what looks to be kind of a flat top. It's like an elevated, like, hill that has a flat top. You can see that there's, like, a glow coming from, like, the middle of this thing. Um, and as you walk up closer, there's kind of this path coming off the main path. That heads to what is only described, I could only describe as like a ring of some kind. It looks like this mound of dirt has been raised like a wall almost has a small opening in the middle and you can kind of still see there's just enough light to still see in the middle. There's a huge bonfire going and people in the middle. So uh, you see like kind of uh, a few figures sitting around the fire. They look like they're... um, the ones that are sitting look like they're maybe like wrapping their arms or 
their legs. Oh. They look like they're tending to something. And then there's a there's one kind of like watching towards the path and just kind of like glance at like he kind of like raises up when when he sees all of you on the path. I want to also evoke the uh, small trait with with uh, Ted kind of maybe slipping okay. away before he is seen. Cool. Easily unnoticed. As you kind of come. Yeah. As you come into view of like the person at the, the opening of this, this kind of wall of earth, um, you kind of just slink back down behind a rock really quickly. Um, I'm going to go ahead and let you, especially as a lookout, you kind of get an extra look because you're hidden and you kind of can take some time to identify what's going on. Go ahead and roll for, uh, was it awareness? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I always forget. Uh, you can roll your D12 twice and take the best option in your hidden yes. position. Okay. Ooh. I got a 12. Might be my Ooh. first 12 of the game, but it's a total of, um, well, I guess it doesn't matter, but it's a total of 14. As the group kind of passes a little bit, um, you stay back and hide and assess the situation. It looks like everybody kind of stops to see what's going on. There's a big fire. The person looking out is definitely um, human, not orc or goblin or anything, um, but it looks they look human. They look young. Um, you can even see from, from this distance in the dying light, like it might be pimples or something like on his face. Like he's, he's really young and he kind of He's shifting around, and as he's shifting, you can kind of see into their little their little kind of like encampment. There's a fire going. Um, there's more figures, but you notice one figure is definitely smaller than the rest, and what looks to be a hobbit. How far Ooh. is the kid? The kid's maybe like what looks to be a child. Yeah, the the kid who's you know maybe teens or whatever, um, like thirty feet away from the path, forty feet. Can, can I, because we still don't know who this crew is, I'd like to try, since we've been made, um, I'd like to try and get to him before he signals the, the group inside the, inside the ring. So I don't, I don't know if that would be, like, athletics or... Roll for kidnapping. What, <laughs> roll for abduction. Um, which roll actually, for child snatching. Roll I for Amber Alert. Three pips in abduction. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, roll for athletics. See how much you can close that distance. How fast you can close that okay. distance. I've got two pips in that, so we'll see. We all get a little ping that says 2007 Silver Honda Accord. <laughs> 14. Cool. Gap closed. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think you close that distance really quickly. Ted, as you see this, I mean, you kind of identify what's going on and then you're like passes you in the blink of an eye. Um, quickly followed by Finn, who's very reluctant to leave Yurik's side still. Um, and Yurik, as you run up, uh, <laughs> a weird kind of morph of like question and then happiness and then sudden fear <laughs> passed by this kid's face. He's got um, what looks to be just like uh, a spear in his hand, and he goes, oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. 
He goes through all the stages of grief, like in a millisecond. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's a weird, like, mix, because he's confused, and then he's happy, and he's <laughs> terrified at the same time as you're bolting at him. And then he goes, oh, I'm sorry! <laughs> What would you like to do, Yurik? I'd like to I'd like to just sort of hand um, Bane style uh, on his shoulder. Just kind of like <laughs> to try and just just keep him in place, but I'm not trying to assault this kid. Um, so I just I just I reach him, kind of grab grab his shoulder, and uh, and I ask, "Your name? Who are you?" <sighs> oh, and he's about to just wet himself. Yeah. And as you're doing this, from the corner of your, your eye, you notice coming like from a like just behind this dirt mound, Bodron is a very like tall woman. She's got like jet black hair in a braid, and she's aimed. <laughs> she's aiming right at you. About your age. <laughs> An Aquarius. Um, and, but she, like, comes out and she, like, limps. She takes one limp and then, uh, like, straightens out. And she goes, that is enough. Let go of him. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, wh- where's, where's my party at, at this point? Where's everyone else? Party's... Probably right back on the path. So Does anyone Ted, else want to rush Ted, in? Or Ted, like, seeing all of this, uh, kind of stealthily, as stealthily as possible, tries to book it through and and to into a spot where he's going to try to defuse the situation. Okay. Yeah, we need a diplomat. Ted runs up. <laughs> uh, Ted runs up, and you you can see this woman, Ted, like just glance at you for like a second, just like just glances, just enough to see that you're running up. And um, she does not, like, back down or anything. So, yeah, so Ted, you know, palms out. Wait, 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 wait. We mean you no harm. Uh, we are here looking for um, a hobbit that has gone missing. Uh, his uh, his uh, wagon was ransacked by wolves and potentially uh, worse. And we we are simply looking to make sure that he is unharmed. So I'm trying to I, I'm trying to uh, do a courtesy roll with that too. Yurik is going to follow okay. suit. Just just as an aside, I, I'm I'm taking my hand off off of this uh, youth. So I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of <laughs> okay. follow um, follow suit, trying to fuse. Okay. Um, yeah, you take take your hand off. Uh, go ahead. Let's have Ted roll a courtesy roll. The kid. Did I see you wanted to do something, Han? Well, well. <laughs> I have a three pips in Persuade for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was thinking maybe as a fellow, neither a child nor a man, <laughs> to pop in and be like, yo, dogs, it's cool. <laughs> yo, that you play Fortnite? Classic talk. What's I feel, like, I feel Bro, like the kid's chill while he says that. Just like, yo, yo, yo. Yeah. You want to hit? Who did he get that? Who'd he get that from, I wonder, Yurik? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I quit the jewel a long time ago. Well, it's not me. <laughs> but it's spelled like, it's not spelled like jewel, J-U-U-L, like in today's world, it's actually spelled like the word jewel. <laughs> J-U-U-L. <laughs> yeah. Yep. 
episode. Uh, you see this woman kind of like just lighten up just a little. She's still got her, her bow ready to go. She goes, then you found it. Why? We also are in trouble. That hobbit you seek, and she kind of looks back, is with us. I we're protecting him. Uh, Kevera just... oh, will will uh, move forward and push Shanker into the light and be like, "Well, if the Hobbit is here, then I believe there's someone who would like to apologize." And I kick him down into onto his knees. <laughs> he goes like, "You're kind of like right at the entrance of this ring, right?" and he kind of goes down, and now that she's seen you, and you see her, you recognize her um, as a Bjorning. Um, she, um, interestingly enough, has um, kind of the kind of an interesting past. Her story's been told to the other Bjornings over and over again. Her name is Analda. Analda um, with an N. Uh, e N N A L D A. A L D A. She um. There's all kinds of stories about her. Her parents were killed by orcs. Her mom was killed by evil men. Her dad left her. She was found in the forest, and she was raised by wolves. I mean, like, oh there's all kinds of stories about her. Um, but and it's not really know, sure. It's not really like for sure which one's true or not, sort of thing. Right. It's not really sure amongst Bjornings anyway, because a lot of stories like have passed from, you know, nomad group to nomad group to some of the settlements. Um, but what you do know is Bjorn has sees her favorably and has been a part of her training a lot personally. Um, and she's someone who has a big wanderlust as soon as she kind of explored a lot of the wilderlands she's known for going outside of the misty mountains and often helps caravans go back and forth rumor has it she's even been to the sea and back and you look at her in the firelight and there's some glimmers of shells like in her Ooh. braid so it's very seems like pretty true um okay well i'll like do one of the fist to chest motions and just be like it's good to see another sister so far from home and she takes this big sigh of relief she also gives you the gesture back and she says and uh who's this exactly oh this one's a little bug that we found on the path up here i believe he has something to say to our friend dindy over there and some things to return as well. Well, they they took the things I I didn't take I I didn't say I I didn't take it really, but uh... and Ted uh, flips the coin back to Dindy and says, "Here's here's one of your coins back." Uh, <laughs> Dindy comes out, and um, he goes, "Mercy me!" Oh my god. <laughs> um, <laughs> He kind of gratly like ke- tries to catch the coin, you know, and he like drops it. And he goes, "Oh!" <laughs> and he's shaking still, and he's just like, "Oh, it's I'm so glad to see you. I'm so glad someone else is here. 
we are in a bit of a pickle, you see. I would get you tea, but this isn't tea time. Or tea place. <laughs> how do you spell, how do you spell uh, Dindy? What's the spelling of his name? I'm just curious. Uh, D, D, I, D-I-N-D-Y. Okay. Uh, didn't, Dindy. Yeah, so... <laughs> And you, of course, remember, uh, this is the brother uh, that's been lost. This is indeed the caravan you have um, been looking for. Indeed. God. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You see uh, three ponies uh, kind of huddled around the fire. And in addition to this woman, Indeedy, and this pimply-faced kid kind of at the front of this thing, you see uh, two other figures around the fire, and they kind of stand up. They look pretty young, too. Um, and they walk over, and very quickly, uh, it uh, seems Analda kind of, like, introduces everybody. She says, um, we are in a tight spot. Um, we left from Bree with the supplies. These three here... Um, I've brought before. They like making a quick coin on this caravan, but it seems the high pass has become more dangerous this year than I has been in the last few years. We tried to make it down, and if this is indeed the fellow who's been stealing from us, then I'm glad that you got him. I never saw his face, so I'm glad he's taken in. But um, it doesn't mean we're not in a hard spot. A couple nights ago, goblins attacked us. We saw Mm. a scout. And then each night a little more has come routing us. Slowed us down. And then this one, and she kind of kicks him, (laughs) kind of kicks him down onto the ground. uh, Shanker, that is. Came and stole some things from our ponies and we had to go wrangle them back up. Slowed us down. We're still missing one. But... This is, seems the most defensible place. We've got good mounds, whatever these were. Seems like the outline of an old watchtower, maybe. But they'll attack tonight, and I think they'll attack in force. And she kind of limps back, kind of towards the fire. Ugh. Um, Yurik... Dindy... I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, go, go I was ahead, just going to chime in. Your, no, no. Your, your group seems a little young. Yeah, she the kid's back, cousin, just... the boy, is here. <laughs> <laughs> a kid is also yeah, here. A kid. Uh, <laughs> Another kid. Yeah. Um, she says, yes, uh, these three Brelanders, um, like a little break from their farming life, I guess. Uh, this is Andy and Bill, and she points the two at the, the fire, and they both look pretty young. And uh, this one, they call, uh, uh, I'm sorry, Tom. They call him Lumpy Face. That's their term for him. <laughs> and he goes, hey. <laughs> Andy, Bill, and Tom. Lumpy what face. a. Lumpy yeah. Face. It is nice what to meet intimidating you, Intimidating trio. <laughs> Ted uses Lumpy so Face. I'm so glad that I was blessed with clear skin. This is our. This is this is this is right about the time for our Neutrogena ad, I think. So yeah, just go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Let's go ahead and get that in here. Uh, the kid knows. knows proactive the is. Uh, 
He knows the ten step uh, face routine. Yeah. He does it every yeah. night. Try the new charcoal this mask. Kid, this kid needs to get his hand on some illicit Accutane or something. Uh, <laughs> but those who know who know. Um, so it's getting dark though. Um, and Analda says, I'm worried what's out there. We can't make it down to the river tonight. And if we leave the fort, this little ring here, I feel like we'll be chased down. I've been hearing wolves for days. I think they're guiding the goblins to us. Don't know what they'll bring to bear, but I think going down the mountain tonight is going to be suicide. Who has the highest battle roll? I have two pips in it. Uh, I only have one. Sorry, Chris. What is this? What am I looking for? What's your highest battle roll? It's in the middle column. The very bottom. Oh, I've got a single pip. So me. Two? (laughs) All that studying has really paid off for the kid. Wait, what's the kid? kid? All these military tactics. (laughs) Yeah. Big World War II buff. Yeah. He he does yeah he has the kid has two in battle but it's like really old tactics that like are like outdated now with with like (laughs) mounted combat and the kids like everyone is the equivalent of sorry go ahead no I was just gonna say you're like everyone in an echelon formation now you just suddenly start to just take control maybe he knows like chess or something yeah I was gonna say chess yeah say like. Maybe he plays like a D and D equivalent in like some yeah. <laughs> he's he like Buster, whatever Lord he's like Buster from Arrested Development, trying to do cartography. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think that in Tolkien's world, chess exists somehow. Yeah, dragon chess. Yeah. Something. Yeah. Right? Some form. Um. So yeah, let's go ahead and have Catvera roll battle and see if she. See what she thinks from of this current situation. Seventeen. Seven and two fives. I think that's plenty, especially with some you have shadow lore and enemy lore? Like I have you? beast lore and shadow lore. Okay. Well, you're familiar with the area, and that's a high enough battle roll, I think, that um you know that yeah, goblins, orcs, they don't like the sunlight. So if they're gonna make their attack, it's gonna be now. Um to give yourselves the best chance, you should probably get in a defensible position. This looks like a very good one. You've got you're in the middle of this like kind of ring fort, although fort is a very very generous term. It's basically a large earth walls that have been built up like around the center point where your fo- the fire is. You've got a big bonfire going. It looks like there's plenty of wood that they've probably gathered. Um, maybe even the remnants of a cart that they've smashed up. Um, but they've got plenty to go off of to keep that fire going, which is probably a good idea, you figure, um, if they don't like the light. Um, you've heard wolves, too, and they've continued. And right as you listen, as you kind of survey this little battlefield, you also hear them in the distance. Yeah. It's, it's no good going back out. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so Cat Vera will look at everyone... She'll look at all these children surrounding her, the kid included. (laughs) 
Um, and Two it's, hobbits. It's very similar to that scene in Two Towers when Legolas approaches Aragorn and he's like, "We're gonna die." <laughs> like this is <laughs> this is hopeless. Like these are a bunch of children, and you know, I will die with them. And then <laughs> that scene. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do do the Bjornings have like some sort of language of their own? Um, I think they kind of do. Um, I was when I was reading the um, like rule book, I would have to I would have to look into it more, but I, I think so. Um, okay. Okay, the Northmen inhabiting the vales of the Anduin River speak the same language and share a common vocabulary of personal names. Bjornings and Woodmen favor different names, but they're set apart. Gradually embracing the custom of choosing themselves. Blah, 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 blah. They don't have uh, their own language? No, it doesn't seem like it. Okay. It's mostly just All like right. uh, their their naming system is a little bit different. It's like a language gotcha. of like eyebrows. Okay. Of like looks. Uh-huh. You know? the same slang. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think maybe you kind of just speak in like hushed tones to each other. Is everyone kind of, I think the group kind of starts huddling around the fire too because. Um, you know, you've got, uh, you've had a long trip up this mountain too, um, and a harrowing experience with a wraith, which is not an everyday. Ex- That's <laughs> true. I'm debating whether I should even bring that up. <laughs> mm, probably yeah. not. It was probably uh, a, an area specific thing. <laughs> um, let's go ahead and have our two uh, lookouts again. You guys kind of make it around to the edges of the ring. It turns out there's two entrances. First of all, the one you kind of came in off the path and there is a back like entrance to this ring as well. Uh, let's go ahead and have uh, Ted and Rory again. Let's roll for awareness to kind of see what's out there in the dark as, as twilight is starting to sink. You know, uh, yeah. what you guys see out there. While they're doing that, uh, yeah. Catvera looks around. Is there like spare weapons or anything? Um, in terms of like the like, is there like people have weapons? Yeah, is there like any extra like spears or anything lying around? Or looks like um they have like a little bit of supply of arrows. Um, each of the um kind of three adolescents, (laughs) (laughs) whatever you want to, um, yeah. Uh, Andy looks like he's got a sword. Um, Bill has a bow, uh, Bill and then the bow. Tom, who you met, has a spear. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bill the bowman. Um, <laughs> so they, they do all have weapons. Um, then, and Alda uh, also has her, her, a bow, and she also has a spear that she kind of picks up from the center, uh, now that she's kind of getting ready. Okay. So before they revealed their awareness scores or roles uh catvera mm-hmm. is gonna turn to analda and be like well before we start taking up defensive positions there's one more loose end that i need to take care of and she pulls out her dagger and stands the shanker up and like looks like you're not sure whether she's gonna like stab him or not and then, like, cuts his bonds and, like, hands Shanker 
um, I have an axe. I'll hand him my axe and be like, mm-hmm. time to earn your freedom. Oh. He gets it and he goes, wait, what? Wait, are you telling me we're going to have to? We're cutting our we... way out, boys. Come on, you think we could? If, if we all go together, maybe we can get down the mountain. Maybe there's not. And as soon as he like says that word, it's just like this howl goes out yeah. like across the the kind of high pass and he stops and it's just bone chilling because it's closer than you guys have heard it oh. all right it's With either that it, yes you oh, either God. fight alongside of us die alongside of us or we're victorious and you make it out of here alive but if you choose not to fight and we're still victorious, you'll spend the rest of your days rotting in a cell. Doesn't seem I have much choice then. I ain't going out without a fight. All right. We all have choices, Shanker. I'm giving you this chance to choose. I'm regretting my choice for sitting down with you folks, that's for sure. That was a terrible, terrible choice. That that was probably the incorrect one at the moment, yes. I thought you had more kids. You looked like half your party was kids. <sighs> and he kind of gets near the fire and just stares into it a little while. While that's going on, uh, Ted and Rory, what are your roles? Rory, what's your role? Uh, I, uh, <laughs> Rory is, of course, very... Uh, you know he's been focused. He's listening to. He's oh boy. sharpening his axe. He's he's got the like pre-fight thing going in his head where he's like, oh yeah, boy. all right, we're gonna do it. Oh, he's got his AirPods in. He's yeah. got. I was gonna say he's got his Dre beats on. Yeah. I'm the man. I'm the man. I'm the man. I'm the man. I'm the dwarf. I'm I guess the I dwarf, am. I guess I am. Yeah. Uh, and uh, but, so he's luck. still a little focused. He rolls a fourteen. Okay. Fourteen. Okay. Ted rolled a an 11, which is not particularly great. However, uh, Ted is actually going to use, in this particular case, a hope point to bring it up to 15. Okay. okay. Just in case 15 is the maximum. So, oh, like an 11 total. That's an ol- not... 11 total. That's correct. Not that's correct. I. We're 11 total. Sorry. Okay. Um, so in that case, the two of you um, together kind of look out into the darkness as things are getting darker and darker. Rory, you you see um, movements in the darkness. You start counting, trying to anyway. Looks like there is goblins out there, and there's a lot of them. More than than my fingers? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, ten, fifteen? Um, and you of course hear the wolves as well Ted you're counting and trying to keep track but you also realize there's a couple bigger ones Oh, and it seems from what you've heard from Bilbo and um, some descriptions you've uh, read about and stuff have you, as you've been interested they might be bigger orcs that are also with these goblins 
And the wolves are coming, like, you can hear them in all directions. Like, they've surrounded um, the ring fort. And you're looking for one hell of a fight coming. And we'll see you next time. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh... <laughs> I'm scared.